स्पाइस रेडियो और रेडियो रंगजिम सुन रहे हैं आप कब शब का प्रोग्राम है हमारी घड़ी में बाद दोपहर के दो बजकर चार मिनट हुआ चाहते हैं आपसे लेके तीन बजे तक आपका और हमारा साथ रहेगा हमारे आज के इस कार्यक्रम में जिसका नाम बड़े प्यार से हमने गपशप रखा है इसमें वो सभी बातें जो आज आपकी नज़रों में अटकेंगी खटकेंगी और दिल में समाएंगी उन सबको लेकर हम हाजिर हैं ये बताती हुई कि हमारे स्टूडियो के बाहर का तापमान वही कल की तरह पंद्रह डिग्री सेल्सियस है और वैसे बरसात तो बंद हो गई है और कल से मौसम थोड़ा और भी खिलना शुरू हो जाएगा आज हमारे स्टूडियोज़ में वादे के मुताबिक हम निर्मला रनिगा जी से बात कर रहे हैं जो कि वेलनेस के साथ ताल्लुक़ रखती हैं और मैंने इनसे कहा कि हमें लोगों की जो मानसिक हेल्थ है उसके बारे में बात करनी चाहिए तो आइए प्रोग्राम में उनका स्वागत करें निर्मला जी योर मोस्ट वेलकम इन आर प्रोग्राम हाउ आर यू डूइंग थैंक यू सुषमा जी नमस्ते एंड नमस्ते टू ऑल आवर लिसनर्स एंड आई एम डूइंग ओके आई हैव अ स्माइल ऑन माय फेस यस सो यू आर डूइंग फाइन नो मेंटल एंग्वेज जी नहीं नॉट एट दिस टाइम आई यू एक्सपेक्टिंग सम नो 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 देखो सुषमा जी लाइफ इज टू शॉर्ट and often we get stuck yes. in those moments that bring us uh, grief and pain ha and jab when you are in there aapka ye maza hi chala jata hai to zindagi mein kuch rehta nahi hai so we've always talked about ki hamari jo mansik sthiti hai it has been deteriorating because of covid-19 pandemic us pandemic ki wajah se i think har ghar mein ladai jhagde hue hain जी आ, कुछ परिवार के लोग ऐसे हैं जो चाहते थे कि वो आ, जो क्या उसको कहते हैं इंजेक्शन न लगवाएं कुछ कहते थे कि आपको लगवाने चाहिए तो फैमिलीज में रिफ्ट हो गई हमारे अपने घर में बहुत बड़ी रिफ्ट हुई इज वन पर्सन इन आर फैमिली दैट डिन मन डू इट एंड देन एवरीबडी जस्ट बाइकॉटेड दिस पर्सन सो इट्स मेक्स अ वेरी अनकम्फर्टेबल सिचुएशन थ्रू आउट आप क्या करें क्या नहीं करें तो वो जो मानसिक तनाव रहता है वो आपको आपके लिए बिल्कुल अच्छा नहीं है और वो बहुत सी गलत चीज़ें भी करता है एम आई करेक्ट इन मेकिंग इट सो ड्रामेटिक नो नो सुषमा जी सो सो बेसिकली द सब्जेक्ट विच आई वॉन्ट टू टॉक अबाउट टू डे इज रियली अबाउट इमोशनल ट्रामा या बोल सकते हैं So according to American Psychological Association trauma is actually an emotional response to a terrible event ha huh. like it it can be several different things they said him you know we talked about covid and what happened life was basically shut down for people oh yeah right yeah then there's things like um fire mm-hmm. flood mm-hmm. accident mm-hmm. loss of a loved one mm-hmm. uh, which happened in the pandemic um a miscarriage mm. assault um rape mm. form of violence home intrusion mm. the list is so long right so these are all forms of different emotional traumas um, uh, traumas one can experience mm. but you know there's always this other word we people use ptsd post traumatic mm. stress disorder mm. when the trauma is not resolved in a timely way and mm. the symptoms persist it can lead to ptsd mm. but we, today we'll talk about just this this regular trauma that we all experience in our day to day life actually let's just look at the simplest form jo hum me se takriban har ek koi isme se guzarta hai chahe wo loss of job ho 
چیزیں بہت بکھر سی گئی تھیں لوگوں لوگ واپس کام پہ بھی نہیں جا سکتے تھے بیکاز جو بڑی بڑی بلڈنگس پہ بزنسز کھلے ہوئے تھے دے جسٹ ریئلائز کہ ہمارے پاس تو کام ہی نہیں ہے تو ان لوگوں کو کیسے ہم رکھیں آف کورس دا گورنمنٹ لکڈ آفٹر پیپل بائی گیونگ دم ٹو تھاؤزنڈ ڈالرز سم پیپل ور ویری رچ ود دیٹ منی اینڈ اینڈ دے ور اوکے بٹ دے ور سم ہو کوڈنٹ لیو آن ٹو تھاؤزنڈ ڈالرز یو نو اینڈ اینڈ ہیڈ دیٹ وری جی تو اس سے نجات کیسے پائی جا سکتی ہے نا دیٹ از آلریڈی گون اینڈ فنشڈ اینڈ اوور اینڈ ڈن ود ویو گون تھرو اٹ وی آر آؤٹ آف اٹ لیکن اس کے ریمنس تو ہمارے پاس ہے نا دماغ میں جی سو گین ایموشنل ٹرامنا از آلسو لنک ٹو میمری اینڈ دا پاسٹ ایکسپیرینس اینڈ واٹ ہیپنس جنرلی کہ وین وی آر فیسڈ ود اے سملر سچویشن اور اے سملر ایونٹ وی گیٹ ٹریگرڈ دا میمری ٹیکس از بیک ٹو دیٹ سیم پلیس اینڈ دا فیئر دا گلٹ آل دوز ایموشنس واپس آ جاتے ہیں واپس آ جاتے ہیں اسی لیے تو کہتے ہیں نا کبھی کسی کے گھر کوئی افسوس کرنے کے لیے جاتا ہے تو آنکھوں سے جب آنسو نکلتے ہیں تو اس انسان کے جانے پہ نہیں نکلتے کیونکہ ہم اپنا کچھ اپنے کسی پریے جن کو یاد کر رہے ہیں جو ہمیں چھوڑ کے چلا گیا ہے اس کی وجہ سے آنکھوں سے آنسو بہ رہے ہیں جی جی پارٹلی دیٹس ٹرو بیکاز وی ہیو آر اون ایکسپیرینسز اینڈ اور میموری and because of that memory um we can we often people relieve the trauma mm. or they get triggered mm. and triggered in a in sometimes it can make the person freeze right um a, a severe anxiety panic attack all these things can be there mm-hmm. but uh, sushma ji um the good news is mm-hmm. that people actually can heal from this mm-hmm. these forms of trauma these um they can heal they can heal mm. but if it's not treated if you don't look after your trauma hmm. uh, in a timely manner it can it can cause um you to isolate hmm. from people hmm. it can cause you uh, to make certain choices like use substances alcohol hmm. drugs which is readily available here hmm. uh, right the cannabis is also legal right? you can go in any cannabis store and buy it ji and not not only that um people can also um spend a lot of time on surfing mm. um internet issues matlab there is all forms of sites there that mm. actually the reason people do this is they don't want to think about ah uh. the trauma mm. so they go they try and distract themselves using these things and this then leads into um like if you're in a family system hmm. then there is relationship issues because you're not available you're hmm. not Im- available emotionally because you're not emotionally well hmm. so imagine like if if somebody has a, a miscarriage hmm. and they have not walked through the emotions uh, of their loss and they continue to remain depressed and they do have other kids hmm. then there is that negligence in a way that they are not available emotionally to the other children in the family right but it's not the the mother's fault it's because of that reaction to what has happened in the past right and that that guilt can be there that shame can be there um and so the the invitation is to walk through this emotional trauma and there is actually several tools that are available for healing purposes 
So look, car, which is the simplest and easiest way of working out of a trauma like that? So first of all, you should accept that there's something going on with me. Mm. It's not my fault. Mm. So it's not my fault. It's actually my reaction to the situation. And be ready mm. to receive help. Be ready for help. Be and ask to, for help. And ask for help. Yeah. Be ready. And if, you, if you're not going to ask for help, it's not going to come come your way. Yeah. But also family members, if they see somebody, a uh, family member, and, and they're struggling, is uh, first of all, um, do it without judgment and yeah. compassion. Yeah. To reach out to see how can they be supported. Mm-hmm. Often we we assume and we think there's something wrong with the person. Mm-hmm. And and that's human nature. We always think that way. But I think we, you know, with so much issues, we need to start looking at uh, instead of what's wrong with the person, let's say, how can I help this person? Mm-hmm. You know, Nirmala, I was also thinking, um, you got into this, uh, helping people out, basically because you've been... You've been helping out people for as long as I can remember. <laughs> when did you first get into it? Shishmaji, this goes back in nineteen late nineteen eighties. Right. Um I and I've shared this story before with uh, other people, but I yes. can I can repeat this uh, story. I, I used to when I moved to this country. Yeah. Um from Africa. Uh, from Fiji. From Fiji. From Fiji. From yes. Fiji. But, but our parents if, from uh, India, India from Gujarat, okay. yes. Right. So my mom actually was a widow and mm. all all kids under the age of 21 could accompany my mom. Mm. Uh, I had a sister here who did the sponsorship. So mm. we came, you know, we completed our high school and uh, I used to go to UBC and I used to pass by Maine and Hastings ah. at that time. So now it's a different story. It's, yeah. it's, it's gone, I don't know. It's out of bounds. Now. It's, it's yeah. just, yeah. yeah. So even at that time, I remember I used to see people mm. at the corner of Maine and Hastings and they didn't look, to mm. me they didn't look well because I'd never seen that, experienced mm. that from where I came from. Right. I never saw anything like that. And right. And, you, you know, and this is another statement I make, even if you had paid me money at that time to mm. get off the bus, mm. I couldn't get off the bus because I didn't feel safe in that ah, area. Ah, okay. So your inner feeling was that strong. That's right. I, I didn't feel safe. Mm. I wouldn't feel safe. Mm. But fast forward, moving um, over the years, uh, um, there was a need at that time mm. in, in, you know, early, um, like late 80s, that people who were using um, opioids, uh, there was only one treatment program here. And Jolok deliver karte the program because it was a monopoly. They didn't treat the patients well. Oh, they you know they were abusive yeah. to the patients. Generally, right. up when people are addicted, there's a stigma that these people yes. are bad people. Um, so they don't get that um, loving care, work, uh, compassion, the yeah. care and uh, respect, mm. self-respect is one of the most important thing. We mm. all need respect. And this, when the self-respect is not there and when people do that, it, it just feels like more torture. Yeah. So I was asked to see if I would set up a clinic and deliver the services. Somebody who didn't know anything about it. Mm. Um, 
So I set up a clinic in New Westminster. I got some doctors and some counselors, and uh, we started this program, a small program in New Westminster. This is back in late 88, uh, 89. Mm. And, and the interesting thing is that I didn't know what I was getting myself into, but interesting thing is the first person that came to our program, and he was transferring from this particular clinic who was not treating him right. Mm. He shows up, and in, and I can still picture this gen, just gentleman. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, he was very well dressed, mm. very well spoken. Mm. And when I saw him, he didn't look like an addict mm. to me. Mm. He was a barber, mm. a hairdresser from West Van, okay, who was using heroin, okay, and he needed help. Okay. So there you go. So that's the beginning of the story. And of course, you know, I've we've come across all walks of life. And at the end of the day, when, when I would sit in front of a patient uh, at, at the time and I would take the history, there was something very consistent in person's history, which was trauma. Mm. Most people experience trauma at a young age. And so when you don't address or then you, when you don't walk through that trauma or when that attention is not given, the person will continue to seek things to self-medicate, to not feel it. Okay. And when you look at something like heroin, that's the number one drug that actually numbs the emotional pain. Wow. So when we go for a major surgery, we we get opioids. Yes. Opioids takes care of physical pain, but beyond that, it actually numbs our emotional pain. Wow. Wow. Okay. I'm going to take a very short commercial break and come back because you said one thing that you noticed in everybody that was that they had trauma in their life. Let's talk a little bit about that because in our own homes, the staff was saying to me, we should Rocky and Rani ki Prem Kahani movie. Chahiye. You know, so I said, why? Because it's got so many different angles to it. So I'll bring that in into the conversation as well. Let's take a very short commercial break. Um, Nirmala is in the studio today. Nirmala could not keep her whole hour. But the topic is fantastic. But next month, we are expecting her to be here for a full hour. And we will talk to her about all sorts of things. We'll take a short commercial break and we'll be right back. Spice Radio, Radio Room, Jim Sundram, Gap Shap Ka Program Hai. Aaj humare saath Nirmala Raniga aai hui hai. Aur hum baat kar rahi hai wellness ke baare mein. Aur khas taur pe, you know, jo trauma log apne zindagi mein mehsus karte hai. Unka... Unko kis se se nikala jai, right? So let's talk. You said trauma. The one thing that you noticed in everybody was that they had some kind of trauma. So when we talk about trauma is uh, so young kids that have lost their parents, that's trauma for sure. Or a sibling at a young age, that's yes. trauma for sure. What else as a young person's life trauma can constitute what other forms of trauma yes. so so for example if for example if we, uh, the parents go through a divorce ah, that's a form that's of trauma. trauma that's 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 a big trauma okay the other one is um you know losing one of the, yeah. the parent right this the other one is if one of the parent is not emotionally available agarjo um either the mother or father were were using substance alcohol or drugs okay they were not available to the child if there was any witness of uh, violence in the family, right? Domestic violence, ho, 
Um, this is in when I was in school in in Fiji Islands. Uh, I still have, uh, you know, I, I my memory was not there for a while about mm. this incident, but mm. it came back one day. I had totally really? forgotten. I totally forgotten that right. it had happened to me. That there was a um, a girl in my class, and she was actually quite. Tall. I was small. She was mm. quite tall, tall. Mm. and she used to bully me. She used mm. to terrorize me. Mm. And what would she do? She would say to you. Uh, well you know she wanted me to uh, do certain things yeah. it's just that the whole energy she used to just yeah. bully me she'd say go get me that yeah. do that but, for me and things like and, that okay. and I used to be really scared hmm. um, for that whole year and then she actually moved away from the school that's a blessing okay and and so so here's what happens if you are in a family system where you have stable yes uh parents uh siblings mm. and if you have love and you have support um you can get through life without really carrying that form of trauma mm. because you know you you can get your own you have your own identity that's right but if you have a stable where the family is dysfunctional mm. then it, it it the support is not there mm. and and you will carry that with you because you didn't get that support so i somewhere along the line i actually had forgotten mm. so you had support uh, I, i i mean you, you yeah. know you just you grow up without right. even thinking about thinking it thinking about it yeah the memory came back yeah, actually I to find out how did it come the back memory came back about um and i can tell you when it it was in uh, around 2007 uh, 8 mm. uh look, imagine mm. how many years later it mm. came mm. and the the way that memory got triggered is um one day somebody mentioned a name mm. uh, of of uh, and i'm not going to take the name of yes, the person this they took this name that uh, you know ki so and so ka ye naam hai right of the bat i said oh i don't like that name but i don't know where that came from so that night when i went to sleep um that name triggered this image of this girl who used to torture me in school believe oh me. wow and right of the bat uh, right away i started to cry because i regressed to yes that age that age so i the word is regressed like i thought i was you know i was you know that how and then then my adult self kick in is i'm okay how did i forget this mm. so you know it was around 9:30 at 9 so i have pretty vivid memories of these things i actually picked up the phone and because i work in the field I I did phone one of the psychiatrists at mm. and that yet night and I said listen I I this memory just surfaced and I said I didn't remember what happened to me why it mm. happened to me how did I forget something like that something mm. so powerful mm. and so he explained to me that you know when you know if your life is okay if there's no you know you'll be okay yeah but but of course after the memory came back I I 
I, I really just like was that this thing about how did I forget? How mm. did I forget? Oh, so that was bothering you that why would I forget such a thing? Yeah, that it was such a painful thing at that time that I've forgotten. And then I actually, um, you know, uh, did some sessions about it to walk through it. So this is where the important thing is, is to seek help. Talk. And you did. Yeah, I I talked to somebody to get mm. help about what happened, why it happened, and mm. how did I forget. Mm. And for so, some... So can I interrupt for a second? Yes. So, so um, you felt that you had forgotten something that was very important in your life that traumatized you, that yes. probably left a scar That's right. somewhere that you wanted to figure out how to do it. So what is it that you were looking for? Were you looking to justify? What were you looking for? No, just to basically understand. Because what, I walk in what the field. What did you want to understand? Is that how did I forget? And and so when I when when I look back at the memory of all this all the love and kindness and support and how I grew up that's why I just it was just was not part of me and my identity. However, one thing I know is that I don't have and I don't know and this is could be part of the uh, part of this. I don't tolerate bullies mm. from a young age. Yes, we, even when I was in in high school, when mm. I was elementary school, if I was being pushed a certain way, I really stood up. Mm. And that became a strength. Mm. And it was probably from a subconscious level. Isn't that just interesting? That there, so, so you realized that after you, you talked to the, uh, uh, for, yes. uh, asked for help, you yes. realized that that's what, how you had coped with it. Yeah. So then, then it made sense because two and two together became four. And that was not five. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So, so y sometimes you build a certain strength. Yeah. And you may not know why it is. And so then, so this strength actually came up from that idea that if the minute I felt somebody's pushing me around, or if I see somebody pushing somebody around, I just like my, my, that antennas come up. Mm. And I just say, I want to stop that person. Do you think that's exactly what happens to people who have split personalities? That they try to, I'm not comparing, I'm just going on a t totally different tangent. People have split personalities. There are stories of people having four to five different personalities. So how does that come about? Sushmanji, that's a big topic. Okay. The, the, this is actually, you're going into a psychiatric field of multiple personality. Yes. And we need some psychiatrists to comment <laughs> on those things. <laughs> well, I can say is, is because of um, trauma, uh, trauma can cause split in yourself mm. where you can be one person a certain way and you can be uh, at times this other person where there is a difference and it's to do with um, again safe two things yourself. safe uh, protecting yourself your uh, your yeah that's yeah. right oh wow mm -hmm. just for protection we we make so many different ways you know um, it's interesting I I will talk off air uh, about an incident with you um, which which also triggered in my life just recently and I had totally forgotten it. But when it came to me, it was um, it, it was very hurtful. And, and I thought to myself, this was such an important um, part of my life at that time. How could I have forgotten it? So 
because our family was so close knit. Yes. I guess, you know, I must have either talked to my parents about it or my siblings that I did not carry it with me. But the mere fact that after I remembered it, that I cried so much, um, was cathartic, I guess, mm-hmm. to a certain extent. Yes. Well, you know, and, and crying is okay because yeah. it's letting go of that, uh, you know, pain of whatever, you, you know, whatever you may have forgotten. Mm. But that's why they say that grief, you know, walking through grief is very important. Uh, even in trauma, there's grief. Um, and just walking through because it's we are not perfect. Mm. And... Um, and remembering that it's a reaction to a situation it's right. not it's not you and your identity right and this is where people um go into the shame and the, and uh, guilt and they don't feel good enough or feel hopeless that the trauma has made them less right right so one has to be kinder to oneself <laughs> that's right and and of course you know these uh, trained professionals out there who actually do uh, trauma work and just make sure you go to somebody who has trauma-informed practice right? Um, because otherwise you could get re-traumatized. And things like practicing meditation, mindfulness, uh, movement, exercise, all these things actually help people cope with trauma. And I want to... I, would you be able to stay for another 10 sure, minutes? Sure. So let's take a very short commercial break. And then I, I have some other questions for you that we can ask you. Spice Radio or Radio Room, Jim Sundari, you have a program with Nirmala Ranika. Nirmala, if people wanted to talk to you and wanted to book an appointment or to figure out what's, what they are going through, can they call you at a certain number? Well, they can actually reach me through the center or maybe the best would be to email me. Yes. Uh, email is Nirmala, N-I-R. M-A-L-A at P as in Paul, V as in Victor, healing.com. PVhealing.com. So if I get an email and, you know, definitely, uh, you know, I want to help as many person as I can. But, of course, uh, for in-depth work, uh, people need to see a therapist. Yes. And uh, to work through. And, and you know, Shishmaji, it's most people don't need hundreds of sessions sometimes mm. even you know going in for a couple of sessions two helps. three sessions yeah. actually will yeah. help you walk yeah. through and move that uh, whatever you're holding on to that uh, that that dark energy <laughs> i'm sorry is it usually so this is a silly question but is it usually us holding on to it that we ourselves are hurting us because nobody else is Trusting it upon us, it's me holding on to a, a memory that is hurtful, and I'm still going there, looking at it and hurting myself. Don't you think it's me doing it? First of all, there's no question which is funny. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, so let me touch this uh, with you, uh, Shishmaji. Like in in our experience, like when we when we see people, they come. You know, they are in their 60s, in their 70s, in their 80s. They actually torture themselves from a memory from a young age mm. for 30, 40, 50 years. Mm. So it's not it's not that they want to do it, but that's their way of coping with it. And this is where 
they should be coping strategies, new tools. Instead of you drinking alcohol, I need to do this mm. to cope with. Because these three things, people, places, mm. and situations are always going to be there. Mm. You don't have control over that, and it will trigger you. Mm. If you have had certain experience, for example, agar jo, you know, somebody's um, talk about alcoholic, right? Mm. And if they are in recovery, mm. they have done all the work, they're in recovery. So three things, people, places and situations mm. will trigger if they're not in the solid recovery will trigger. So mm. when you get triggered, right? And it's same thing with trauma. If you get triggered, how do you, how do you not react? Mm. The idea is being able to respond to the mm. situation because you're not a threat now. You can actually do certain things yeah. to ground yourself. Yeah, because you're not in the same situation as you were 5, 10, 15, 20, 30 years ago. That's right. So it's all about choices and becoming conscious uh, of our choices. What am I doing? Uh, and I, I just default again to um, somebody who's, uh, for example, uh, because alcoholism is a big problem in a community yes, as well. It is. <clears throat> so if you are in recovery and and uh, if you're going, uh, be you know, there's all this Thanksgiving, Christmas is coming not too far away, New Year's. Diwali is coming up. Everything is coming up. But if, if you go to a, a, a party where there's drinks and if you are somebody who is um, uh, in recovery, how, how do you show up? and not relapse? How mm. do you show up and not have a drink? Mm. So that's a, a, a big question for a lot of people. Mm. So the person can make a decision and choice not to go that to that party because they, they are in their early recovery. Mm. Or if they go, they take a friend or somebody who is going to support them. Mm. And the person who's hosting these things, and I think sometimes people forget, is to have non-alcoholic uh, beverages. Yes. And, and often... हम कभी सोचते हैं कि अगर जो हम नहीं जाएंगे क्या लोग क्या कहेंगे लोग क्या कहेंगे लोग क्या कहेगा तो बिग स्टोरी है आपका तो मालूम सो ये लोग क्या कहेगा स्टोरी वी नीड टू ड्रॉप इट इट्स नॉट अबाउट देम इट्स अबाउट यू अबाउट यू इट्स योर लाइफ एंड नॉट देयर्स एंड एंड योर ओन सेल्फ केयर एंड योर ओन सेल्फ केयर फॉर योर मेंटल हेल्थ इज नंबर 1 थिंग एक और भी बात है and when you said it's in our own hands, yes, of course it is in our own hands. But हमारे जो दोस्त हैं, when they become, when they become good friends, जी, then you can rely on them. So keep a good friend with you, so that this good friend can always be, as, as you are a support to them, they are a support to you. You surround yourself with yes. With people who are supportive, mm -hmm. people who are interested in your mental health and well-being. Right. I think that's very important. Um, and actually, drop those people who are toxic. Mm. <laughs> I, I do numerology and I tell them if you're in a nine-year, drop those people, stop talking to them. Because <laughs> you don't want to take them for the next nine years of your life <laughs> with them. Because th they are people who are toxic. Yes. Uh, and... and uh, um, and these these days, I think we need to choose who we want to stay with, who mm. who are our people who are supporting our good health and well-being. Mm. And there's lots of things out, you know, on Shishmaji, also on YouTube, podcast. Uh, there's lots of tools available. We are living in a times. There's everything is on our fingertips. Apne aaj ki program ke liye kaha ki there are 
um, lot of traumas mm-hmm. which we can emotional trauma jo hum heal kar sakte hain and can you give a small example of what a small trauma is and how it manifests and how you can heal it a good one would be um you know if if for example if you less lost a loved one like yeah. a family member like yeah. a parent or a mother or father or grandparent it is it yeah, yeah. or a sibling mm. and um, is to go to that grow through that process of when you say go through the process remember them cry what the feelings of feelings. feelings your feelings your emotions yeah jo don't suppress it yeah magar agar jo aapko rona hai yeah then you can sit, sit and cry yeah. how many hours can you cry in the realistically in a day you can't cry all day no so there will be and but and it does get better it 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 improves there are some people you know nirmala <laughs> that that when they are angry they are you know like angry and then Jee. they have those you know violent Jee. words that they use but if they are they know that they can't use violent words Jee. then they hold it in them and then the only way it comes out is crying because there's so much yeah. frustration so much frustration yeah a lot of people when when they get angry yeah and they can't let go of the anger they it'll come out in the form of uh, tears yeah but exercise is always good ah going for a run right uh, will help release that emotion yeah but actually talking to someone is very helpful the best thing so even if the person is angry and if they talk to say a, a counselor or therapist and they have that anger mm. the therapist or the counselor in a place on, on how to diffuse that anger how to channel that energy because we all have these emotions mm. we have ex- we have extreme emotions of uh, we can be sad we can be angry we can be joyful we can laugh and and it's good to experience all emotions mm. right yeah i mean i'm i'm trivializing it so uh, pardon my asking this question kya um bachpan ka koi trauma jaise ki you know losing some kids are very fond of their grandparents Ji. so losing a grandparent and then you know everybody cajoling you and all that you just get out of it but then as as an older person when you see someone who is close to you and have a grandparent and they've lived longer with their grandparents and have had more effect on them they lose it and how they when they lose the grandparent how they lose it themselves um triggers off their trauma so in that sort of a situation where two people who've lost their grandparents one at a very older age one at a very younger age and the younger age one is feeling that trauma would talking to one another help it at that point yes shishma ji and, and i can talk about our own uh, yes. family system like yes. our, our, we lost our parents at a very young age yes like my father passed away over 40 plus years ago mm. 45 years ago and uh, mother around 35 years ago mm. so for example if if somebody comes today and they lost their mother and they are similar age to me mm. then you know you um, will be in a position to to support her. them relate yes. them and, and let them know on how i went through it what 
what was my experience what was our family experience mm. i mean recently we lost our older sister she mm. you know oh. she passed away in the one who brought you here uh, um no no the, 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 that's this this is the um the eldest one yes uh, she passed away in 2018 and she was just like our our second mom because our mom died at a young age mm. and we all uh, felt we were all very sad even to this day shishma ji it's been going five years mm. every morning uh, when i do my meditation or mm. when i do my practice i actually remember my parents mm. my father my mother my sister and my eldest brother raman who used to call you all the time yes. and and so this is my way of remembering them, them and also being um being grateful don't you feel and this is another silly question that i'm going to ask you don't you feel that people who have had loss in their lives are really nonchalant about what's going to happen in life to them because the most precious things in their lives they've lost it so what else can they lose no i don't think that's true shishma ji <laughs> i mean i can talk about now i will lose to my parents my yes. my siblings but you know uh, when we lose somebody like whether it's a friend or a family you know that memory is there of how it feels mm. like that loss and you still go through that same process um you think you think like after my father died my mother died my brother my sister and we came to my sister you think you can do a better job of coping no it doesn't work that no. way i mean i remember after my sister passed away i stayed with my my brother rakesh at his house yeah. for a, a a month yeah. um just being there because she was living there in that space right and i, I remember every day like my sister used to write ramnam every right. day she had written books and books and of books ramnam. of ramnam from since she was a child and um so i actually was writing ramnam every day at least few pages uh to get through those uh, emotions mm. a very simple and not a very simple and a very effective way of coping with some sort of trauma that's right especially that's right. a trauma of separation that's right very well said nirmala again um, your company's uh, email address is nirmala n i r m a l a at pvhealing.com pvhealing.com what does pv stand for paradise valley healing.com yes. yes. so paradise valley is where you look after people thank you so much for taking time and talking to us i would like to uh, to book you for next month as well and and let's talk about um, you know the doshas that we have in our body and mind ji ha na ji teen tarah ke dosh hote hain na ji बात पीत एंड खफ आयुर्वेदा आयुर्वेदा में जी जी ओके तो उसके बारे में बात करें जी हां एंड ऑफ कोर्स इन आयुर्वेदा इन दिस वेस ऑफ हाउ यू कोप विद योर इमोशंस अम यू नो बात पीत खफ अम हाउ डू यू मैनेज योर इमोशंस व्हेन यू आर इन अ सर्टेन दोषा एंड इट्स इट्स वेरी इंटरेस्टिंग इट्स वेरी फैसिनेटिंग एंड यू नो वंस अगेन सुषमा जी थैंक यू सो मच एंड एंड यू नो इफ एनी ऑफ आवर लिसनर्स ऑफ योर लिसनर्स अम uh have want us to talk about a particular subject they can reach out to us and happy to to share what i can you know to make um your day our day a, a pleasant one well said thank you yeah. so much we'll take a short break and we'll be back with uh attorney general nikki sharma who's going to talk about demographic survey 
As promised, we've got the Attorney General with us, Minister Nikki Sharma. How are you doing, madam? I'm doing very well. I hope you're doing well as well. I am. Thank you for asking. So I was thinking about the BC Demographic Survey, which should be uh, completing on the 15th of October. How is it coming about? Um, well, it's going really well. This is a survey we've put out to all of British Columbians, and it's, it's a volunteer. So we want you to give us your some of your information, that we're being very careful about protecting that information. And what it's going to do is feed into our policy and understanding where racism is lying in our services. So it's going to be a really useful tool. I'm really happy with the um, the way it's going so far. But one thing that we're noticing is not a lot of people with South Asian backgrounds or not enough are, are doing it. So we're doing just a push before October 15th to get as many people to fill out that survey as they can and, and just telling about how important it is because it'll help us figure out um, how to make sure policies don't have systemic racism in them and there's no barriers to people of different backgrounds. So let's just figure out, first of all, let's just decipher why was it important for the province to do this survey? Um, so a lot of racialized communities were saying that the government doesn't collect the proper data to know when, um, when there's unequal services, when things are showing up differently for people, and because we don't have that information, we don't know, for example, if, um, let's say, senior South Asians get access medical services the same way that somebody that's not South Asian does. Or we don't know if there are barriers to um, uh, credential recog- recognitions or getting from specifically from certain people from certain backgrounds. That it really what we didn't know was we don't have that data is where it's showing up and what the barriers are for people. Mm-hmm. So all these communities got to get together and said, hey, you know, government should collect this data. We say you should know exactly the backgrounds of people so you can figure out where systemic racism lies in your services and how you can be better. So we're not jumping up and down, screaming and yelling, saying we're not being treated equally and you're not seeing it in your data. And, and so the survey is the first of its kind, I think, in North America to pass the legislation and do this. And, and we were really, really careful to make sure that everybody's privacy is protected. So, um, you know, it's not about going after personal information. It's about understanding the demographics of people as they're accessing our services. So it's very highly protected. And it's just a way for us to find out, um, you know, in more of a, in more of a database way how our services are doing and how the population is doing and what we can do better. So um, it's one of the things that I know a lot of people have been asking for for a long time, and, and we're very glad to be working on it right now. So I, I wanted to mention to you that I have not taken the survey but I have heard people say that uh, uh, there are some questions that they are uneasy about answering them. So can you give us an, uh, an idea as to what kind of questions are being asked? Yeah, so the, question, the surveys are really targeted at just understanding um, people's backgrounds, where, what their demographics are, their age category, those kind of things. And um, also there's questions about connecting it with certain like healthcare numbers or something, but people should, I know it, it feels like for some people that it's intrusive or the government should be asking these questions, but I want to assure, assure them that the data is anonymous. Mm. We take it, we take the number, the information in and we can link it to services and programs, but the person's name is removed and any personal identifying information is removed. 
So really, it's just a way for us to get better input into our population and how they're accessing government services without being, um, you know, individual to that person. So um, I've, I've heard some people say they're concerned about doing it. We do have, um, thankfully, a good turnout so far across the province of people who have done it. But we're just trying to encourage as many, many people to do it as they can, because what's going to happen after this is I'm going to be introducing um, legislation that accompanies it. Mm-hmm. And it's going to be it's called the Anti-Racism Action um, Legislation. So what that will do is it will require ministries to respond. So let's say if some of the data is showing that health outcomes for some people are, are, are not the same as others because they, they can't access the same services or they don't, then, then the government should respond by fixing their policies or programs to fix that problem, right? So it, it's going to go into government actions to figure out you know, um, how we can make sure that everybody in, in BC has a chance to have you know, equal access to services and live good lives. So uh, I wanted to find out, say, for example, you mentioned that uh, personal information would not be shared. Um, and so would that be deleted or would that be kept by the the survey and for, for future use? Yeah. So the way it works, it's very sophisticated data uh, usage. So what happens is that we're, the, our systems are able to collect the data and then there's only a couple people that will be able to transfer it with identify it to the person but then wipe okay. it out afterwards so okay. once the data gets collected it will be it'll be put together in the right place but then mm. taken away from the individual person so you can't identify the data through that person you just know that this person is like say south asian of this age group and that their their experience with services is this but you don't know their their individual name so it's not it's not meant to be at all identified and okay. it's very we took good care to make sure that that was the case so what sort of, what is the profile of the person who should be uh, taking this survey? Do you, do you want the entire province yeah. to take the survey or is it a particular, I mean, for our community, men, women, transgender, everybody should be taking this? Everybody, everybody. And the, the good thing is, is that we're really tracking it. So we want it to match the, the populations of BC. So we want to have you know, the right population of, of Indian people compared to how many people live in BC, the right population of, you know, everybody, all the backgrounds made up in our data, because then we can use it better. And so far, we're on track for that. We have a good collection of people of all backgrounds that are filling this out. But we're doing a little push when it comes to the uh, South Asian community to get them to fill it out, just so um, we can we can make sure that they're represented in, in, in their experiences in British Columbia and the data that we collect. Okay, I don't believe in shaming, but I'm going to shame my community right now by saying that every other community is answering. Why aren't you answering? <laughs> <laughs> well, if you say it, then people will listen. I'm sure of it. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> so let's just say to everyone, please go ahead and and uh, answer this survey. And where can they get more information, by the way? Um, so it's easy to find BC Demographic Survey. Um, we'll make sure that we give you all the information you can post it on on your various channels. Um, that it's it, you know that if you just search that on the internet, you'll find it. BC Demographic Survey. Okay. And also, I'm happy to come on later on to talk about how we're how we're changing the government services as Lovely. a result of the survey. People can see that on on 
in their lives. So I thank you so much for talking about it. We look forward to seeing you and talking to you about this. And I think this is a, a very good idea to receive information and uh, pockets of people who really do not get a uh, proper service, especially I think the senior community that mm -hmm. cannot mm -hmm. get information from their children. They can't get information mm -hmm. from where they go, gurdwaras or mandir or masjid. Mm -hmm. So I think this would really help those people.